calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Who wants to live forever? I believe Freddie Mercury once proclaimed. Yes, we are going to talk about Immortals, Phoenix Rising. With me to do that, Jesse Gomez. Hello. Matt Perslow. Hello. Welcome to the IGN UK podcast, an absolute treasure trove of treats, um, delights, and us. Um, And according to some people on Spotify, the most listened to podcast of the year. Which is, Who would have thought that? That's pretty yeah. impressive. I don't, I don't have my stats back because I just don't listen to podcasts on Spotify. It's yeah. not how I roll in mm, life. Fair um, enough. And it most definitely wouldn't be ours because I would not want to listen <laughs> to myself sad. <laughs> for an hour. Um, I teased it. Let's just do it. Let's jump straight in. Let's talk about Immortals Phoenix Rising. We've talked about it quite a bit in the run-up because it feels like... We've had about 20 preview events of this game up until this point. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we, we, we were in the prestigious uh, stance of being able to do it for IGM first. So Exactly. I mean, Matt, you've probably played this game more than anyone before <laughs> release that's not at actual I Ubisoft. Think, I think I did like 12 hours in total. That like, is I, did three, <laughs> I did three preview events for it. Insane. I So I did a lot of videos and did a preview at E3 last year, but I hadn't actually played a second of the game up until uh, now. So, <laughs> and up until this point, I've only I've only played an hour. So, uh, yeah, it's I think not... Jesse, you've played a bit more, haven't you? I've put about six or seven hours into it at the moment. Oh, okay, you're you're a decent chunk in, Matt. Yeah. I believe you're you haven't yet started. No, no, I am eighty-two hours deep into Assassin's Creed Valhalla now. Oh, okay, and, uh, do not plan. Basically, my my hope is that in the next few days before uh, a certain game that ends in 2077 comes out i'm hoping to at least get the main story of valhalla done but because i didn't really pace myself properly i was 100 percenting every area and then i think i got to like maybe three days ago and i was talking to cardi because cardi has now finished it about how Mm -hmm. much i've got left I realise I've got quite a few kingdoms to do and I want to get at least the storyline out of the way because I don't want it spoiled. 
And if Cyberpunk yep. comes out, I've then got two colossal games I'm trying to mainline at the same time. Yeah, so, yeah that was my my whole plan was to finish it before Cyberpunk, and I did it a whole ten days in advance, which I was, you know, you know, very mm. glad I did. Mm. Uh, but that's a long-winded should, way of saying that exactly. I haven't played Immortals yet, but yeah. I have played a lot of Immortals previously. <laughs> it's not exactly. the final build. See, I'm caught in this in between where I have Immortals. I've played like roughly just under an hour. I'm still in the first area. Yeah, I like I like it. I think it's absolutely fine. It hasn't grabbed me by the hair and gone, "Come this way, I'm going <laughs> to treat you to 50 hours of a good time." That sounds really um, violent. Don't know if that happens to you every now and then, but it used to happen to me a lot. Um, but just I don't know. I kind of am at this point where I could sink 10, 15 hours into it this week, mm. but then I know Cyberpunk is out next week. And I'm going to drop everything to play mm-hmm. Cyberpunk. Yeah, that makes so sense. So I don't think I don't know if I'd come back to Immortals. So I'm always tempted to put Immortals on the back burner completely mm. and come back to it in the new year. That's yeah. fair. That's fair enough. But what Jesse, are you thinking? Yeah. yeah, Jesse, how like do you feel you've in six to seven hours? Have you got a good chunk of it done? Do you think? Um, so I haven't really. I've got through the like tutorial section, and now the entire map has essentially opened up. But. The reason why I was just so looking forward to playing it is after finishing Demon Souls, COD, and then Miles, I just wanted something kind of relaxing to play. And when I booted up Immortals, I kind of did a something I don't usually do, which is just slap the game on the easiest difficulty. Because you have normal... I thought you were saying physically slap <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, just <laughs> bang up the game. But no, you have normal, easy, and then you have story mode. And in my head, mm-hmm. I'm thinking... And I, it was the same thing with Assassin's Creed. Like it's a, It's a beautiful game regarding Assassin's Creed, and I wanted to play it, but... Just on the normal difficulty, it's such a long game. I feel like I don't want to put, you know, 30 to 60 hours in a game anymore and have it be challenging when it comes to those big open world games. I just kind of want to relax. So I put on the easiest difficulty and I'm just having a really good time. Just mm-hmm. it's it's a relaxing experience where you can kind of just breeze through most of the enemies. Some of the bosses are a little, you know, challenging still as what you would expect. But just being able to explore the Golden Isle, which is, you know, the entirety of this really colorful map and just have a bit of a kind of like just a little chill vibe session when you're playing it it's it's what i'm enjoying the most i suppose like putting in story mode doesn't make the puzzles any less challenging does it Are you still getting no getting i think I'm, yeah i believe the puzzles are still the same like from what i played in the preview event and this is just the mortals as a whole I, I don't think uninspired is the correct word but if you've played breath of the wild you kind of know what you're getting into here if if you enjoyed it as well then you're getting kind of the similar experience but now it's just mm-hmm. with a greek coat of paint on it um but it, it still doesn't mean that the game isn't fun. I'm still enjoying it. You know, so the world is super pretty. So what you're saying is that the story... So it's not like Assassin's Creed where it gives you... Do Because you, Assassin's Creed has three sets of difficulty levels yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. for exploration, combat, and... Mm. Is it for puzzles? Or yeah. It's not actual... Uh, isn't it? Might, it's yeah. exploration, combat, and then... It, is it, there's something else, right? So, I know there, there is. There is a third one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's exactly the same system that they invented for Tomb Raider because Tomb Raider's got like different difficulty settings for different aspects of the game so mm-hmm. it's not like that is it for immortals jesse is it just a flat you choose what difficulty you want for the entire game it's it's weird because when i was looking at the options because it does give you like a little description as to what and i believe it mentions puzzles but from when i'm playing it i don't see any hints that are being offered as i'm playing through puzzles i mean take... I, I, I could be wrong though like mm-hmm. They might mm-hmm. be taking stages out of the puzzles to make them oh, slightly yeah, easier. Yeah, potentially. And and that's the thing, like, despite me... Because whenever I play a game, I kind of have it in my mind that I need to play it on normal or at least a harder difficulty because that's what, I don't know, developers intended because that's, that's how the game was developed to. But when it comes to these big 
open world games and i think i'm going to make an exception for cyberpunk just because that's more of a different game compared to the standard ubisoft formula which is why i'm do i did the same with assassin's creed as well i haven't got that far into it i've only put like two hours into assassin's creed but i slapped it all on easy because i just i don't i don't see the appeal anymore of me putting 60 to 100 hours into a game when mm. I want to explore these worlds, but just have it be a more relaxing and easy experience. I, I kind of get that. I would say with Valhalla, like, even on normal, it's an easy game. I say, like, I think in about 70 hours, I died about four times. And that's not <laughs> even me bragging. Like, yeah, it's yeah. quite hard to die in that game, I right. think. Unless, like, you deliberately go up against a, an enemy that's 200 levels high. Yeah, and, and you're, you, not, you're not blocking I, or anything like that. Yeah, I think, like, definitely my play style has meant that i've died very little because i 100 percent all the areas which means mm. that i'm getting a lot of skill points right, right, right. and skill points literally you invest them into things that increase your attack abilities and increase like the damage that yeah. you do from stealth and stuff so but yeah, that's kind of what i wanted from assassins i just wanted to enjoy the story enjoy exploring and yeah, yeah i didn't i didn't necessarily need a challenge and similar yeah similar for immortals like i'm kind of in that game like i've played enough of it now to know the combat is absolutely fine i think i haven't got any yeah. of the cool abilities yet which i'm sure makes it the abilities are what makes that game's combat yeah. interesting yeah. and I've, I've, barely, I've barely touched those at the moment just because i'm still kind of just exploring the map so the experience i had playing the preview is very much different to how i'm playing it now where it's much more relaxed i'm just exploring the world and like you said from what you've experienced cardi the combat is okay the world is pretty the puzzles are fine it's you know it's just <laughs> it's ubisoft's version of breath of the world and i'm happy with that because it's it still means it's fun and i'm really That's there just to explore I, um, the world to be honest those are the bits i enjoy most from breath of the world like the bits i enjoy most are exploring and the shrines and the puzzles like i think the combat in breath of the world is is good yeah. but it's not my favorite part of any zelda really is combat. Yeah, yeah. i like the puzzles and everything else in a zelda game basically yeah. um but yeah, Immortals, I feel like people are going to go, oh, it's lazy to just say it's a Zelda game. But it it, like, it kind of, this time it basically is. Like this, yeah. I, mean, I don't and think that, it's and that's too why... lazy a comparison to say they have looked at Breath of the Wild and I gone, thought that's good. Wanna make <laughs> yeah, and that's why I said I didn't really want to use the word uninspired because I don't think it is that because it is doing its own no. thing and it's got a few and extra little bits. I don't think it's bits. a bad thing either because if you're going to copy some things from a game, why not, in a lot of people's eyes, make it maybe the best game ever made it's, yeah. it's but, also the case of i know that people like to say that breath of the wild is this kind of incredible innovation that was on the cutting edge of gameplay yeah. design it does lift a lot of ubisoft ideas in the way that you mm-hmm. open yeah yeah 100 i i saw a video earlier about an hour before we came in to record that was complaining that the tower, like the 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 statues that you climb in Immortals to unlock sections of the world, are just a copy of Zelda's towers. And like Zelda's oh. towers <laughs> are a straight up copy of Assassin's Creed. Yeah, like, yeah, hundred like, percent. The main thing is just, I think the ability to just climb anything. Yeah, that like, that's the selling point for me. That's why I loved Breath of the Wild, and that's why when I first played, it, I was like, oh my god, that mountain! I but can climb it. Also, which sounds sad, but it's fun. Climbing mm-hmm. anything was in Assassin's Creed Origins, which was in development at the same time as Breath of the Wild. It's not like right. these companies have directly copied their innovations yeah. that I think just come from games have to progress. And if yeah, you've yeah, yeah. been working on a series of games that was about climbing near enough anything in a in an urban environment, and mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed 3 had already started doing the stuff where you climbed natural environments, the natural progression for Odyssey was that you could just climb anything. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I feel like 
So Ubisoft have had this, what, in the last month they've had Watch Dogs, Valhalla, and this, like, mm-hmm. three open, quite big open world games. Yeah. Like, and I feel like they've all kind of, like, Valhalla's the one that's triumphed because they've all kind of suffered, like, suffered from each other. Like, Watch Dogs launched, a bit underwhelming and a bit glitchy and buggy. Mm. Valhalla came along and I think almost took people by surprise that it was as good as it is. Um, especially when compared, I think, to Watch Dogs, which was lacking. Yeah. And now I think Immortals is going to suffer the other way. That it's just <laughs> yeah. not Valhalla for me. Like, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. It's like I will not play Immortals until probably January, February at this point. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and I guess depending on what comes out at that point as well. Yeah. And that's largely because like Valhalla is very potentially my game of the year. There's, it's, mm. it's like in the top four probably at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I want to finish that. And obviously, I really want to play a load of Cyberpunk. Yeah, of course. So it's kind of like, I feel that they would have been better releasing it at a time when there wasn't a, what is clearly one of the best games that Ubisoft has ever made has just dropped. Mm -hmm. And the most anticipated game of like the last four years is about to drop as well. Like, I feel like Mm -hmm. I would have pushed it out a bit. I'm almost like, I know their big hole, and it's weird, like, because I don't think I've seen any other game really do this push, but every sort of associated advert for this game is for Stadia, and the big Stadia push for this game, which and it's is Isn't that how you first experienced it, though? Really. Like, your the first um, kind I of saw demo it running for two Stadia. minutes, yeah. me and Matt both saw it, E3, it running on Stadia for two minutes. Right, uh, right, right. <laughs> and it looked a lot more like Breath of the Wild then, which I kind of wish it still did, in a way, because I think the current art style is... It's not for me. Like it's yeah, yeah. That in between of really nice painterly cartoon world and an Assassin's Creed. I feel like they've just it's just now a bit generic and in between. I don't, I don't. I wish they'd kind of almost fully committed to the art cell in yeah. that original trailer, which I really liked. Um, but yeah, I haven't played enough to really judge it yet. But I ultimately think it's 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 going to be fine and it'll it'll be fun and and you know I think we're missing almost that. There are these massive Ubisoft open world games like Watch Dogs, like Valhalla, that are quite hard 18s. And yeah, yeah. this is a kid's, like a family friendly version of these games, yeah. which is good for a lot of people, especially this is on Switch as well, which I haven't actually seen how it runs on Switch. I've, I've seen some well, bad imagery of how this well, uh, port looks you know, on the Switch. Even if it runs fine on Switch. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. There's not, apart from Zelda. There's no other games like this really on Switch. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I think the only issue I really have with this is that it doesn't have the um like uh the, the really large wide spaces that you might find in Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. and stuff because everything's fairly compact in Immortals, but yeah. I'm still enjoying, you know, climbing everything and stuff, but I I like it, it's it's going to sound like a the, dumb comparison. I like the Lord I... of the Rings feeling of Breath of the Wild where it's just large wide open spaces. Mm-hmm. Immortals doesn't have that. Yeah, the way I was describing it at preview level is, is basically that world is carpeted in puzzles. Mm. Like everywhere you go is something to yeah. solve, basically. And that is true. I I think that's really good gameplay design in terms of I think this year Ubisoft has done very very well for bang for your buck in terms of like Watch Dogs maybe doesn't have quite the amount of activities to do, but has a lot of interesting systems to play around with if you you know aren't bored of the the slightly dull side of that game yeah assassin's creed one of the best bang for your bucks that i've ever played like i'm 80 Mm -hmm. hours in i still feel like i'm discovering new elements to that game do you think you're without obviously not gonna spoil valhalla Mm -hmm. or do you think the end is in sight for you so i've had 
to in to, general yeah, yeah so <laughs> i've got to a point where it says you can go and finish the game if you want which i assume oh, is okay i assume that starts a set of mission chains it's not just like one mission it's over mm. by mm. what i know of the world i think i've still probably if i started that it'd be 10 hours until i finished i feel mm-hmm. i don't know but um yeah. there's a lot of that map to uncover and i very very much like that game so i yeah. will do yeah. it all yeah, I I mean, I probably extended my playtime in that game by about five hours with photo mode, so mm-hmm. you could probably do it quicker. And I've I've just got some such nice photos from the <laughs> end bit of that game, which I'm not I'm not going to sh- share anytime soon because yeah. they're quite spoilery. But I just really want to show people because they look very nice. <laughs> uh, I'll get there but, eventually. Like the moment this podcast is over, I'm going and playing. Like uh, every I, waking moment at five p.m. Matt. You've got another like Hold half on. hour at what, least of work. What podcast have we Exposed. done recently that ever lasted? An hour? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. I'm going to end it deliberately short now. So. Right now. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that's it. You know, I think Immortals ultimately. Yeah, it looks fun. I'm looking forward to playing more, but like I said, it won't be for a while. So probably hear from us again about it in about a month <laughs> or two. <laughs> It'll also because... be a classic uh, Ubisoft thing in that, like, the sequel will be the special one. Do you oh. think it, I'm very interested? To see, like Ubisoft games tend to sell well, mm-hmm. mm. tend to. Um, also, but, this is this is offering Breath of the Wild to people that don't have a Switch, and yeah, the, there yeah. are people that don't have Switch that want this sort of game, and they'll exactly. play it. And if you don't have maybe the bar set of of the mm-hmm. kind of freedom of Breath of the Wild, this is a very good alternative. Yeah, yeah to that especially when you've not got there's no big Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. Well, in the last few months or in the next few months as far as we know well yeah. the, there was age of calamity but that's not yeah that, quite that's the not same, what the right? breath of the wild people want to play mm-hmm. kind of yeah no, it's it's a very specific thing isn't it but yeah it i'm, I'm interested to see how well that game does because yeah they've released i think at a terrible time but it does offer something different at the same time to everything mm. else and so, that yeah. season pass does like for the mm-hmm. for its first expansion just turns the game into a chinese mythology and you play as like a chinese yeah. kid and that's cool and then its next dlc drop is like it turns it into diablo it's got ideas that i want to see come to yeah. fruition mm-hmm. yeah yeah i'm into it um that's another grain of on the path of my theory that the next assassins is set in china oh i'd love that that would like, be if fantastic it's, if it's three kingdoms i'll be very pleased <laughs> yeah i've uh don't want any i've got no evidence for that so if anyone at ubisoft <laughs> wants to see me i it's just a complete guess on my part uh also wishful thinking but um Matt, you've also somehow found time to play Demon Souls. Well, not as much as Jesse, and this is partially... <laughs> I, I'll introduce this section, then we can flow into Jesse. So yeah. I had the week off last week, because it was my mm-hmm. birthday. And thank you very much to everybody that put a, a happy birthday message on the Facebook page. Only check Ooh. Facebook once a year, for exactly for <laughs> this reason. It was lovely to see people actually care. Um, but yeah, so I'd sort of planned to play a bunch of Demon Souls through that week. Um, was just so engrossed by Valhalla and also I played all of Call of Duty and all of Miles Morales in that week. Um, so well, I, Give us a little, give us your little mini reviews quickly. Okay, like. uh, Call of Duty really, really liked. I went in mm-hmm. thinking that I wouldn't particularly get on so much with this one because I've not been a huge fan of Black Ops in the past. I thought it was a really, really cool idea to have. It basically is a 1980s version of Infinite Warfare and I think Infinite mm-hmm. Warfare is one of my favourite Call of Duties. I think it's an absolute blast. So I liked it. I think the side missions that you unlock through uh, getting the the evidence 
don't quite live up to what they I feel could like be. they maybe yeah, had yeah. bigger ideas for those but they just yeah. either didn't have time or mm-hmm. to actually do what they wanted yeah but the the berlin mission at checkpoint charlie absolutely fantastic that was like really sne- cool sneaking around in berlin with a silence pistol that's reminds just me, so remind me of, of goldeneye that's what I was well, it reminds of. me a lot of the there's a mission in call of duty world war Two where you play as a french resistance yeah, uh, that, officer. yeah yeah like reminds me a lot of that i love the one where you know there's a one later where you're in the the kgb uh headquarters yeah. <laughs> all of that stuff i thought was great i think it yeah. tells a really really good cold war spy drama and i like because it's only like four or five hours long it's paced like a movie yeah which is also mm-hmm. the thing that i love about miles morales is that because that's a shorter game it's paced like an mcu movie mm. and 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 that means it's it's great and the fin- the final battle in miles morales without so saying good. what's going on yeah has the best camera work I've ever seen in a video game. Like, and better than what I think God of War achieved. The way that mm. camera spins around you while you're fighting, and it never gets in the way of what you're trying to do, but makes everything you do look like it was filmed by Marvel's best director, is yeah. astonishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that final battle. Like, mm-hmm. that's I've said it before more than once that, yeah, this game did such a better job at boss fights than the first one did and i liked mm. some of the boss fight like i especially liked the boss fights at the end of the first spider-man mm. yeah, yeah but this one has yeah it's it's one of those things where i know it's only a short kind of a, you know standalone expansion but it sets up what the next one could be so well yeah. and not by narrative like it has some interesting narrative threads at the end which i am very much looking forward to seeing how they resolve but yeah as a as a gameplay design it's it's starting to get away from like I think Spider Man one sort of is a seven out of ten that's dressed up as a nine out of ten um, because yeah. it's it's quite repetitive and it's very simple in the way it's it's open world is designed. Mm. This you can see they're starting to make strides to having something a bit better than that. Yeah, so I yeah. think Spider Man two could be very special. But there yes, I did Demon Souls play a little bit of Demon <laughs> Souls in which I got to essentially after you defeat the first boss it allows oh, you to start boss or yeah. Yeah, yeah. After, you de- after you defeat phalanx you're allowed to start leveling your character and then choosing where into the world of Boletaria you go I've stopped there because I know that I'm not going to be able to fit it in and play it as I need to okay. because of Cyberpunk so the thing I have with Souls games is I have to get into the rhythm of them and yeah, when yeah. I'm in the rhythm and I've got that going I'm okay at them but it took me three and a half hours to defeat the phalanx. Not to actually defeat the phalanx itself. Oh, okay. I defeated that the first time that I got to it. Just to get to that point. But it took me three and a half hours to find the rhythm of that game because it's not the same rhythm as Dark Souls and it's yeah, definitely yeah. not the same nah. rhythm and as Sekiro th- or Bloodborne. That, that's the main hang-up for me. But what what kind of build have you gone for, though? So I am a royalist, which is right, not... Right, because I went very, for the same thing. Yeah. The very first time I played Demon's Souls, which obviously I've said in a previous podcast, I just didn't get on with it. But that was yeah, partially yeah. because I was barely out of my teenage years, <laughs> I guess, yeah. um, and just not very patient. But I would have chosen something like the 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 knight, yeah, because they I did like exactly they the same the thing cover. the first time uh, I played. I, it. I went for knight, and I'm regretting it because I'm not saying it's not the hardest class to pick, mm-hmm. but everyone's saying pick the royal class because well, yeah. it makes it easier yeah and your equipment load as a knight is higher so you do the fat roll which is a much slower yeah, yeah. and evasion is an important part of a from <laughs> yeah game. i feel so 100%. just yes yeah, and obviously you can just strip down all your armor and not wear anything yeah, but yeah. what good is that but the royalist when you start comes with the soul arrow spell 
and I'm trying not to rely on it because I need to train myself that eventually I won't be using that as much. Yeah. But it does help melt a lot of people. But so you're very OP at the, at yeah, the start of the yeah, game. At the start, it's mad. But I do genuinely think that Dark Soul, that Demon Souls is harder in that opening area than any of the other FromSoft games I've really? played. I kind of found the opposite. I yeah. breeze through like I got to and beat the phalanx like in an hour or so no but see, I found from this point on i've just hit brick wall after brick wall <laughs> and I was like, i'm I'm just gonna leave this for a bit right, i, I found the enemies in uh, the start of dark souls are a lot they're they're not as wildly aggressive and you obviously do the whole point of dark souls and the souls games in general is that enemies are predictable which is how you yeah, learn yeah. the patterns with them but the you know those the first enemies that will either strike you once or they go into or they a go frenzy absolutely a, ham yeah mm-hmm. i just kept getting caught <laughs> by that and then there's a lot of very dark areas which you know i've learned my lesson turn hdr off because <laughs> hdr is not great for it dark areas up, yeah. um but yeah it just took me a while to get into the groove and mm. while i was doing it it wasn't that i was getting overly frustrated because that is a beautiful game yeah and i do it i really like the way that those games are designed but I found my groove, I did the phalanx first time, you know, just chucked a load of oil at it, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I've now kind of been able to, I obviously had quite a lot of souls on the back of that. Yeah, yeah. So I was able to build a starting character. I'm like, okay, I'm at a point now where I know where the story's going. I know where my build is. When I come back to the game, I will actually have a character that I can use. Because I went through that first area so many times that I fucking broke my rapier. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. And I didn't no. realise that... I didn't think it didn't, doesn't really make it clear that there is the blacksmith in there before you defeat Phalanx, isn't there? Or do they? Yeah, turn well, I mean, the black no, the blacksmith is already there, from what I believe. I think his name's yeah. Ed or something, and you can repair your equipment or you know upgrade and buy yeah, new stuff. Well, I got it in my head that he wasn't there until after you defeated Phalanx, so right, I was right. like, "Shit, I'm not going to have <laughs> any weapons by the time I get this." Yeah, um, but no. So like, it's all done, and my character is ready for the adventure. And I know that you can do it relatively quickly. I certainly won't. Yeah, um, but it's now a case of get Cyberpunk out of the way, come back to it. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Like, yeah. Life on hold until Cyberpunk. Yeah. yeah. Jesse, but you've not for Jesse. Go finished it. Yeah, so it took me 23 hours to finish it. And when it comes to Demon Souls, I always found it before I, um, before like I kind of blasted through the uh, other Souls games and stuff. I always found Demon Souls to be the hardest. But mm-hmm. like you, when I first played it, I didn't know what a Souls game was. I was impatient as hell and just yeah. I went for the knight because I thought, man, that intro makes the knight seem really cool. And, you know, I like knights and swords and armor and stuff like I just. It looks cool, so I went for that build. You dress up as a knight on Fridays, yeah, don't yeah, you? yeah. <laughs> and Sundays too. It's yeah. quite fun. But when when I played it like that, and that's not really that's an advertised way to play, right? That's what you see in the trailers and stuff. But it just it wasn't fun. And I saw before I loaded up Demon Souls, I saw someone on Twitter say, "If you just choose the Rortis class, it's basically playing the game on easy mode." And I was like, "I'm just going to do that because I want to have fun." And like Matt said, it. The royal, the royalist class is OP. He has soul arrows, which so you can just hang back and blast through enemies. But in terms of the actual game itself, I'm kind of torn because hands down, it's the most beautiful next gen game I've played mm-hmm. so far. I've never really enjoyed photo mode all too much in games, but I've kind of just abused it <laughs> in uh, Demon Souls, especially since it acts as a pause button, which you need to keep that in mind when you need a break. But so I was using it more for that, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that, I did that so many times during boss battles. But the game itself, I think it's it's too faithful down to a fault because mm. the AI itself, 
I'm not like I'm not going to say the game's mad easy, but I think it is the easiest Souls game because the, a lot of the AI back then, because Cinderella's the first Souls game, you can kind of really just abuse them. A lot of the melee guys, they're often slow and it's easy just to backpedal and then do the backstab and put in a lot of damage. And it's the same for the bosses as well. If you're not going up against a boss who moves fast and has, you know, a humongous sword, then a lot of them, you can just kind of find what their swinging arm is and just keep rolling behind them and just Mm -hmm. attacking them. And that's the thing. They've made such a faithful recreation. They, you know, worked from the original code from the base game and just essentially updated the visuals. But everything else, I don't think... The AI is all too great, and I'm not a big fan of the bosses as well, to I be honest. I think they're walking a tight line with that, aren't they? Because they obviously want to make the ultimate version of this game. Yeah, and of Yeah, if they tweaked any of that stuff, there'd be a lot of people, like, no, considering I, how faithful people are to this. For the series, yeah. I'm not going to say tribalistic, but some, mm-hmm. some of them are. Oh, no, Souls, but, Souls um, fans go know. hardcore when it comes to exactly yeah. how the games play. And, like, don't get me wrong, there are a few minor gameplay differences like one of them is fractured mode which actually mirrors the worlds when you play mm-hmm. them so you can offer up souls to get like to enter fractured mode and that you know that kind of throws off your balance just because it, it feels entirely different but i i just don't think it's the best souls game because it still has all the faults that were then fixed for dark souls and dark souls 2 and 3 and mm. you know bloodborne That's what and I, stuff. from playing like i'm by no means a souls expert i mm. played an hour or two of all of them pretty much like this one, yeah, you can see what they've learned from this one yeah. that they mastered in later ones. Like, I, if if I'm going to finish one, like, this is the one I'd want to give a go to because of how beautiful it looks and because it's new. Yeah. But ultimately, I think Bloodborne Blood uh, Blood <laughs> or Sekiro or Dark Souls 1, I'm much more enjoyed what I've played of them. Yeah. I do think they're more forgiving. I. I prefer the bonfire system a lot more to what they have with the archstones in this. Yeah, because feels... in this, it's going from boss to boss, and you could be right outside that boss door, and then you, you know, you fuck up and you die, and it's like, man, I have to go through all of that. And you know, you unlock shortcuts, yeah. and you can play it smart depending on your build and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's still frustrating where you know exactly how to get to that boss. You died at the boss, but now I have to run all the way through those enemies, and there's always going to be yeah. a few tough ones. And that's what's Especially when frustrating. That's, that's my main like qualm with souls games is the checkpointing and it's not so much the difficulty that gets me it's if i lose to a boss the feeling of oh i just have to do that 20 minutes to get to that boss again in yeah, yeah, yeah. souls like i know you can just sprint through if if you know exactly where to go yeah but even then it's still hard because then all those enemies are going to be chasing you so by the time you get to the mm-hmm. boss fight if you're out of stamina but, and stuff they're going to be right behind you and they're going to attack exactly. you exactly like the one i tried to do that with was like i've tried the tower knight twice yeah, it's yeah. absolutely bad at me like <laughs> running across that bridge with the dragon and stuff is just it's not simple as just sprint 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 like you have to time and then probably get shot by someone mm-hmm. with a knight yeah whereas you know i know exactly what you mean if you go to bloodborne which i do think is a perfect video game basically the the way that those shortcuts work is you generally unlock a shortcut that is within a minute of the boss yeah and mm-hmm. you know if they were to remaster bloodborne for ps5 without oh. the loading times on death man because be that's wicked. the thing that actually frustrates you is that it's not only that you die you have to wait kind of like two minutes for the for the level to load back in then you've yeah. got to do your, your run stuff like that and at least like, with demon souls that's instant that's gone now like yeah. they probably had to add those loading screens in just for a <laughs> laugh because you know it's it's almost instant well i think they did say didn't they say they had to add a couple of seconds to the loading time so death felt like it had a consequence right, right. like if it auto brought you back to life people were just like 
Oh, it's I'll just not. Blast like, through it. They wanted that feeling, that old feeling yeah. of death is a punishment in that game. But that's my but, problem. This just feels like a really. This feels like the most beautiful PlayStation Three game I've ever played. Because that, that's what it is, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> because it's it's it is the it's near enough the perfect remake or mm-hmm. remaster, whatever it is. Like you know, and just playing this game at sixty frames a second, like the performance, man. I I want to go. I want to look at the game at true four K, but it just it 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 takes away from that experience when you just get to play you know a souls game with just such a smooth frame rate and it still looks so beautiful but the problem is that it's so like i said faithful to a fault where the ai it just feels so outdated and a lot of the bosses specifically one that um i'm not going to spoil here but the boss is more of a puzzle and mm-hmm. it's just i just didn't find the boss fights to be particularly fun and for me a souls game is you know working towards getting these fantastic like magical bosses and in this game they a lot of them just feel really dumb and easy to abuse i know exactly what you mean because having never got to the first boss of of demon souls the first time i played it around i was surprised that the phalanx demon is just a giant pool of goo with shields (laughs) yeah whereas like my first souls proper souls game that i've played through was bloodborne mm. in which father gascoigne is arguably one of the most difficult fights in oh, no, game he history absolutely because, fucks you up compared yeah. to the lot of the bosses in demon's yeah. souls and it's That's like true. at that point you're not in necessarily into the swing of bloodborne at that point and he is very very difficult for a first yeah, boss yeah. and similarly kind of the first boss of dark souls 3 is if you've not played a souls game before he's pretty fast yeah in comparison and sort of like you know i guess kind of asylum demon is 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 easy in comparison mm. but you can see when you start then tracking out this linear path of going from demon souls to to dark souls all the way up to to bloodborne you yeah. can see that increase in understanding that it's not just about making the bosses exciting it is about making them like your first milestone whereas yeah phalanx like for me the milestone was just learning the crowd control of how demon souls works yeah rather than the phalanx itself there, there was only one boss fight in demon souls which i had problems with and that's because he is infinitely faster compared to every other boss and there are some bosses who are humongous like the tower knight you know he's mm-hmm. a big guy he's intimidating when you first face him but there's one real just 99 percent of the bosses can be solved by just you know locking onto them and just running sideways when they swing you just just basically staying behind them that's the easiest way to defeat most of these bosses and the ai just can't seem to cope with it and like i said it feels like i'm playing just a fantastically beautiful I mean, ps3 game <laughs> the good news here is is like so so the other games have normally taken me about eight hours to beat i might mm. do this one in 25 yeah genuinely like if you're <laughs> if you're using magic and you know what co-op is super fun still like yeah it's oh, an easy really way like to get through it. yeah and and this is the thing like i'm still surprised that souls doesn't have this like it's, it's holding on to this old style of co-op which Souls has always had. Like, I just wish I could just invite Matt or invite you, Cardi, into mm-hmm. a server and that's it. No using a password or anything. Like, using the different stones for when you can get invaded and stuff, it's novel, but it isn't anymore. Just let me invite someone into my game so it can be co-op, please. Mm-hmm. Elden Ring, mate. <laughs> it could all be there in Elden Ring. I hope, I hope it looks yeah. as good as this game because if it doesn't, then that's going to be disappointing if Bluepoint have somehow made a better looking Souls game than what? Oh, Blue Point do make some of the best-looking games out there. Uh, But anyway, from Demon's Souls to Fortnite. Quite the the turn there. Uh, Jesse, you've played a little bit of Fortnite Season 5. The reason I'm bringing this up is I want to know about it because I got caught up yesterday. We're recording this on a Wednesday, which is a rare thing for us. Um, There was the big Galactus fight on Tuesday night, Mm. which I'd heard about, and I saw it, I was like, this looks cool. And then... 
I was just like, I had, I did have one of those moments. Where it's like, I feel like I'm missing out here because every time I see one of these massive Fortnite events, I'm like, these are really cool. It, it's like, a spectacle. When I first, I, they put, yeah, so much they put effort, so much in. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's ridiculous. Well, and I've kind of got that feeling like, is it time I got back into Fortnite? And should this be the season to do it? That, that, that's the thing. <laughs> the thing is, the problem is, yeah, I'm not qualified to even answer that because the only time I play Fortnite is for work the first time i played fortnite was for work and like the thing is a lot of people like to rag on fortnite but it plays really well and it is a fun game but it's not exactly the kind of game that i want to play like despite it not being my favorite game it plays really well and every time they have a movie game or tv like tie-in it's always done in a really cool way and when i saw that video of like the final boss fight of the previous season with galactus it was really intimidating and really well done and cool because it's this huge guy just coming out and then you have to fight him on the battle bus and stuff yeah and you well, know, wait, you i know a lot him. of people have said yeah, you fight galactus on the battle oh, i didn't bus realize and that was what they i had yeah, no it was idea the fight against galactus was the end of the season yeah. so obviously I, the whole season was marvel themed mm-hmm, mm. so i knew that galactus was there at the end of the season i assumed it was just kind of like he turned up and ate the universe or something like that i didn't realize yeah. there was a fight against no, it yeah, everyone yeah. had to fight him yeah and it, so it was kind of like like, this take has been done a thousand times already, but it's kind of embarrassing that Fortnite have managed to do a better Marvel game than the Avengers did. Oh, yeah, 100%. And, the, and like, they, a bigger event. And when they did Star Wars as well, like, I was I was messing around with the Star Wars update a while back when they had, like, you know, lightsabers included, and I was like, man, I'm having more fun with this than I was with Fallen Order. And that really <laughs> that really says something, man. Well, like, that's Star bad Wars news. Star Wars is back <laughs> this season. Because the Mandalorian's in, isn't he? Yes, and I, that's I, what this latest season involves. From what I understand, it's... Uh, like Galactus has fucked up the world or whatever, and now the, the the best hunters are now being placed into Fortnite and stuff, and that's where you actually get to either play as the Mando yourself with a skin, or you actually get to fight him in the map. The Razor Crest is crashed right in the middle of the map, and if you go and meet Mando, you have to battle him, and he is overpowered as hell. But once you <laughs> kill him, he drops his jetpack and his rifle, and then you know you get to mess around with that until you eventually die or win. But what's also cool as well is that there's other hunters around the the world so it's like npcs and you can talk to them you can get contracts to hunt down other players who are currently around your area okay so that's kind of done i mean this may be not new to anyone plays fortnite oh yeah i didn't know they had i didn't know they had stuff like this which is kind of like what warzone brought into battle royales which is like the contract system of like the games within a game so yeah yeah that's cool i I don't really follow fortnite or but every time i do play it and i know that i'm never going to play again unless you know i have to do it for another update or whatever i always have fun with it because it's like wow there's so much effort being put into this game and it's with every single update as well like just looking at galactus again it looked cool man (laughs) yeah and you do get baby odor if you reach a level 100 on the battle pass is what i've seen so i, I don't actually i didn't actually know that but that is cool <laughs> yeah. yeah a level 100 probably takes quite a bit of time mm. uh, but yeah I'm, I'm tempted to jump back in but i'm also tempted to jump back into red dead online because I, they've added some cool stuff and i played for like the first week it came out originally when it was a little rocky yeah and i just because i love like red dead Two so much like absolutely adore that game but the things you love and about red dead 2 are those the same things you can love about exactly. red dead online <laughs> no that's the point because yeah. the reason i love red dead 2 so much is because that cast of characters are the best cast of characters i've ever played within a game I yeah 100 like, arthur i miss dearly whenever i think about him uh i, I, don't, I don't feel bad by saying like I, f- I teared up when i played that game at certain moments but, yeah and no like, other game has done that for me incredible character yeah yeah and 
well, I prefer him to John now, which I've never thought I'd say before. No, like Red Dead absolutely 2. agree. But, and I think Dutch is probably my favourite game, uh, probably my favourite character in any game. I love Dutch. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, that's the problem with online is you do have some characters. You have, like, Bonnie from Red Dead 1, and you have, like, some of the extra, because it's a prequel to Red Dead 2. So I think Sadie is in it now. Yeah. And her husband and stuff, because it's obviously a prequel. But... But you don't speak. You're not playing as a I, character. You're just playing as a exactly. shell. Exactly. I'm playing as a voiceless character, which isn't the same. Like I've created my Daniel Plainview. He looks exactly <laughs> like Daniel Plainview and my horse Eli. Yeah. Like I am role playing as the Dell. This is the closest I'll get to a Dell be blood game. God, and you love that um, film, man. But no, <laughs> it it was just a little boring. There was limited stuff to do when it launched. But now it looks like there's a lot more to do. There's a lot more missions. They've got these career paths, so you can be a bounty hunter, like right. a is it a naturist and mm-hmm. moonshiner mm. there's one that i think I, that tempts me it's just, just collector you just go around collecting stuff that's <laughs> which cool i'm kind because of, that's what i love about red Dead, is just riding around that world and not necessarily getting into fights because yeah let's be honest the shooting is absolutely fine like that's not the thing i love about the game is the combat but but with online everyone yeah. is going to pick a fight with you you could be picking up some beautiful flowers and then you get bloody trampled I'm just going by a horse passive mode i'm so glad yeah. they did passive yeah, mode. yeah fair enough so, <laughs> But yeah, I just want to. I just want to get into some posse, a posse with some friends, even, and um, yeah, just have some fun. That's good. I'm feeling it. Yeah. But yeah. I also downloaded that, which is because it's now standalone. How you big can now is it? Download. It's still 110 gig. That's too much, so man. <laughs> I down. I downloaded it, and it still has the story option in there. So I don't even think it's a smaller download. It just. <laughs> it's just like if fuck you it is paid the game. for just Red Dead Online. It just locks off story mode Hold for on, you. Like you're you- still. Have you bought Red Dead Online despite the fact you surely already own it? No, no, I didn't. I didn't buy it. You can download it from the store for free. If right, you own it, okay. just right. Red Dead Online. But yeah, it's still absolutely massive. So um, Warzone, GTA Five, and this—if you have those on your PS Five, it's done. Oh, like like you're I finished. have thirty gigabytes free, and on my PS Five at the moment, I have Warzone, Overwatch, Red Dead, Siege, uh, and FIFA. I think that's pretty that's, much that's it. That's not a lot of games. <laughs> You've only got no. only one of those games is a PS5 game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, that is mad. Mate, rings. There's the it's Friday when you listen to this. There's the uh, FIFA 21 upgrade. So I'll have to replace that. Hopefully, that's not any bigger. <laughs> so I won't be able to have it. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I should probably take advantage of that external storage for some of these older games, shouldn't I? Yeah, hundred uh, percent. But yeah, I'm feeling like getting into that. If anyone, I'd like to hear from anyone actually. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. If you've played a lot of Red Dead two online or just a lot of red dead online i should say a have you had a good time and b what is the best things to do because i've been looking up like i just don't know once to land in that world what should you do should you go and do some of the story mission stuff or should you just basically muck about i, don't I, f- know. I feel like so, it has to be funner when you play with friends i feel like that's the only way to play oh GTA absolutely 5 i'm not red gonna dead. play that by myself yeah yeah, yeah. so I recently watched our, our friends over at rkg did like a series that was um, mm-hmm. based on mental health in games which um it was quite a useful and helpful resource to watch if mm. you if you got some of those issues That's very good you should watch all of those yeah, yeah. but i wa- one of the ones is obviously it has our friend lucy james in it and she's playing red dead with them and one mm-hmm. of the things is like i've always been tempted by red dead online because i loved westworld when it was good <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that idea and it's also it it's got a little bit of the sea of thieves thing for me where it's just like going prat about in a place mm-hmm. and sort of just role play a bit like just pretend you're a cowboy rather than playing a video game 
and that sort of side of it appeals to me but i need to know before i sort of feel like i want to go and put any effort into it like does it have longevity for me in the same way that sea of thieves didn't to begin with but now there's a bunch of stuff in it that does mean that it's rewarding for the weird lack of stuff that you put into it that's another Mm. one i keep thinking about is sea of thieves i'm like they've got full campaign stuff now and i keep thinking maybe that is worth doing yeah but it's like it's light enough to just be something that you prat around in friends with Mm -hmm. like you can be doing that campaign but it's not like trying to like me and cardi we've tried to we've we've you know put 10 or so hours into divinity but that is a harder game to play co-op because it demands quite a lot of your attention and normally when you're playing co-op you end up just want to prat around and you can prat around in divinity like it's got a lot of stuff that you can do but i think kind of like it's much easier when it's lighter lifting to stay with it for longer there there is a reason i've got 150 hours into avengers and it's not just because i have no taste (laughs) Uh, but yeah uh, oh, Kate Bishop next week. That reminds me. Oh, is it next week? Ooh, the eighth, Kate Bishop. When's Spider Man happening, man? That's what I want to at least just oh, play the make, game again. I've got to make room my PS5 for that now. I'm not Jesus. making room for that. I'll yes. come back later. The thing is, everybody's <laughs> going to want to play as Kate. Everyone wants to play as Kate, right? And mm-hmm. so that means I'm not going to get the opportunity to play as Kate. So I'll just come back like when the novelties were. It's the same with Overwatch. It's always like, don't play the new character in the first four weeks because everyone wants to play as them. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yep. Um, I was going to briefly talk about Siege on PS5 as well, but I don't think there's a lot to say unless you guys have anything to say. Um, it Obviously, you get the free upgrade if you already own Siege on PS4 or Xbox One. Um, it looks a bit crisper. You can now play 4K60. The reticles look very sharp. I'm a big fan of that. Yep. Uh, the thing I mainly yeah. like about it is that it actually fucking boots up in 25 seconds. That oh, yeah, switch, yeah, yeah. That is the main thing. 100%. Previously, when we used to be in the office, we used to all boot the game up before <laughs> walking to the shops. Yeah. And then by the time you get back, it would be just about done. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's madness. But yeah. None of that anymore, Just a man. little PSA more than anything. You can now upgrade Siege for free if you didn't there. Uh, Make use of that haptic feedback, baby. Exactly. Uh... Shall we play an endless search? Inside, it's a UK RGN crew. Yeah, 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 and the ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got a question for you. Hold tight, the DJ, we're coming through. Yeah, yeah, and the ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got a question for you. Is it endless search? I don't often host these games, but you know what? It's always time for a change, and here it is. So we have a game from Ben. He says, good morning, lads. Loving the podcast as always. The dry humour is quintessential British comedy I need on a Saturday morning. Quintessential British comedy. I I will take that. I mean, we are up there with what? The Office, Peep Show, Python. Yep. Jesus. 40 Towers. (laughs) Yeah, look out. Look out. John Cleese turned out. That's what we've got ahead of us. (laughs) That's sad. Anyway, this game is called Traffic Movie, which is movie round translated like the following. I've picked a movie translated from English, Chinese, Icelandic, Malay to English. The answers are in the notes, which I have. And obviously you don't or else that'll be cheating. That is handy that you have those. Exactly. So, shall we begin, boys? So these are movie titles that have been Been translated translated quite a few times. Through those languages. Yes. Well, the first film is called Sunset. Sunshine? Sunset. Sunset, yeah. Oh, Moonlight? Oh, see what I did there, though? Clever, innit? <laughs> sun, sunshine. Uh, sorry, Sun... Sunset. What was it? 
Sunset. Some of these, I know some of these that I wouldn't get, but some of them, like, I feel like... Sun, sunset. I'm trying to think what you could translate. Sun. Like, it's got to be sun something. <laughs> Is that sun with a U, by the way? It's not like sun with an O set. No, no, no. It's as you would, <laughs> as you would spell sunset. sunset. What are you thinking, Matt? Is... Can you give me a clue in that, is the original title still one word? Yes. Oh, oh okay. Oh, it's not Jesus. I don't think it's a film that you lot would have watched, or at the very least, enjoyed. Well, we Both me and Cardi have quite broad Yeah, <laughs> but I, I don't think you lot would have enjoyed this film, or films. Hmm. Um... That's so another clue. Films, the yeah. Twilight. There you go. You got there it. You go. I, I uh, think it's something you think I wouldn't like. I reckon Matt actually quite likes the first I, Twilight. So I think the first Twilight is actually all right. <laughs> Genu- genuinely think it's a pretty decent little bit of YA. They go I, off I the deep actually, end. I can't actually say I've fully watched any of them. So. I have embarrassingly watched all of them in cinema and did a marathon like last year when me and my girlfriend wanted to watch some really shit films. Because they are, they are a laugh, but the performances I in never, those films never, are bad. Yeah. Just watch good films. <laughs> All right. Just watch good ones. <laughs> Second I watched them um, yesterday, sorry. Oh, I watched Prisoners again yesterday. What's that? That is one of the best films of the last... Exactly. That is one of the best <laughs> films of the last ten years. And everyone should watch Prisoners. It's by Denny Villeneuve, who did Blade Runner 2049 and Sicario and Arrival. Sicario yeah, is doing so. it's, it's a very dark like cr- thriller crime thriller that's all i'll say about it oh well, that film love a is bit phenomenal it's basically i'm putting it out there is the equivalent prestige to nolan is prisoner to denny villeneuve it's the film of denny villeneuve that people that's, don't that's some pretty high praise man Damn. yeah i think it's absolutely phenomenal uh, all right i was having this chat with daniel Cooper last night and we <laughs> we couldn't say enough good things right, well there we go. one point to cardi second film sorry Ryan's security guard. <laughs> uh, Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> there you go. You got the point. <laughs> I reckon Ryan probably helps. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you are. <laughs> Third film. Special treatment of an outsider. Hmm. <laughs> Close encounters of the third kind. Mm-mm. Special treatment of an outsider. Of no idea. <laughs> what are you thinking, Cardi? Use that Special deep film knowledge out- you have. I'm trying to think of outsider, what that could translate as. This is this is a tough one. This is a tough one for sure. Yeah. Special treatment. What, what, what? Do you Just give up? Kindness. I don't know. Have, do you forfeit? There must be a clue you have. Honestly, I haven't seen this film, so I cannot assist you. <laughs> well, I'd search it up, say so who's in it. I feel like that's you too much Google. of a big giveaway. You've had at least 40 minutes to prep uh, this quiz, mate. You know what? I've had enough of your attitude. You two have lost this one. I'm going to say it. The Perks of Being a Wallflower. There no, you go. I wouldn't know. See, I've never even seen one. the film myself. so uh, It's very good. Yeah. Oh, okay, fair enough. Well, and I'll, the, the I'll book add it to excellent. the list. Okay, yeah. fourth film. In turn. Two words. In turn. So like in turn as in like T U R N, not like an intern. No 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 no. In turn. Okay. In turn. And the actual title also is two words as well. It's gotta be in or on or 
I feel like you would have seen. I feel like both of you have seen this film. In turn. Turn. Do you, do you want? Do you want to? Do you want, a wee, do like, you, do you want a wee little you, clue? You, you yeah. have to try. It's basically okay. synonyms. The yeah, game, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's it's an animated film. In onwards. Oh. In turn. Did you want? Do you want another yeah. little bonus clue? Yeah. Give give us some crumbs. It was released. In 2015. Inside Out? There you go. One point oh. for that. Congratulations, <laughs> buddy. I, do, I, I yeah. genuinely don't think that makes any sense. Like, you yeah. might as well be speaking Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is kind of what this is doing. Yeah, I know. All right. Fifth film. Been in Hollywood. Or been in Hollywood. Not as in like... Once upon a time. Yeah. There you go. You got it, Carly. I think Matt said it first. Right. All right, then. It's 2-2, yeah. baby. I wanted to, I uh, wanted to clarify recently. that it wasn't like baked bean in Hollywood. Like it's bean <laughs> in Hollywood. All right. I've, I've, in. I still I've been in. I still haven't seen the film. Really? I do need to give it a go. So I've done a big turn on that film. I, I recently you just said you loved the 4K it. Blu-ray. So when I originally saw it, I was a little underwhelmed. Oh, okay. I didn't love it. I've seen it twice since, and I do now think it is absolutely exceptional. <laughs> so I, I, I think you might be thinking of me... Uh, oh yeah, I you hate the film, don't you? It. Yeah, I think <laughs> okay. it's bad. Right. Have you watched it since, though? No, you... I'm never okay. going back to it, Cardi. Well, that's <laughs> got strong feelings. I remember you talking it's, about it on the podcast. To be it's fair, like three and a half hours long. Like, that's, if I really didn't like it the long. first time three. round, just put it on like two times speed, mate. That's why I do with films. But yeah, I've, I've got the 4K Blu-ray coming. So fair enough. On for a treat. All right, we got another one here. Obviously, number six is the story of the wedding. Wedding Crashers. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that's a brilliant guess. The Princess Bride? Oh, Marriage Story. There you go, you got it. Oh, Congratulations, well, that, baby. That makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it certainly does. That's right. a good film. Yeah. Well. I do enjoy this one, though. Number seven is Brother-in-Law. Stepbrothers? There you go. Do you lot enjoy that uh, film? I feel like it's a lot a of people film. are torn. I, I quite enjoy I, it. I, I don't like Step Brothers. I'm aware that I'm in a very minority on that. I, but... I like it, but I don't, I don't revere it like some do. That's certainly fair enough. Number eight. Tokyo glides on with speed and passion. Oh, Fast and Furious <laughs> Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's absolutely the best one. <laughs> speed and passion. All right. Oh. Number nine. What's the score, Je- Jesse? Oh, Cardi three, Matt four. Oh. It's pretty close, mate. It's pretty close. And there's I mean, 10 yeah, it films. Alright. Number nine. Steel Parts. Oh, Real Steel. No. Mm, Iron Giant. <laughs> no. <laughs> as oh, in steel, as in the metal. Uh, yes. Okay. Both of you have... Steel abs- Magnolias. No, but both of you have absolutely seen this film. Iron Man. I don't know why I keep translating <laughs> steel to iron. They're different things. I mean... Hmm. Hmm. Mm. I feel like if there's any hints to give, it'll be too much of a giveaway. But... Yeah. Okay, I'll just do it. No. The, the, the part of the original title is in that translation. Steel parts. Okay. And you two have definitely seen this film. Is it steel or parts? Like, yeah. Parts. I can't think of oh. steel. 
It's not real steel. Steel. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what are you Metal saying, Matt? Parts. <laughs> Anything? I don't know. Parts. Oh man, it's one. Of is the... it steel or parts? Just tell us. Steel. Steel is a film that's not real steel <laughs> or steel magnolias. You, you two have definitely seen steel. this film. A hundred percent. Steel. <laughs> do you, do you there can't up? be many more films with the word steel in it. It's probably the biggest film that has the word steel in it. <laughs> and it's not real steel. How no, dare you? it's not. <laughs> steel. Oh, this is going to drive do you, me insane. Do you forfeit? Do you give up? No, no. What is... It's the first... Is it two words again? It's three. Three? Yeah. Man of Steel. There you go. You got it. <laughs> there, you, there you go. How dare Jesus. you suggest that Man of Steel is bigger than Real Steel? You, you, it you absolutely some sort of real is, isn't it? Steel of course I'm fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hugh Jackman's finest work. <laughs> this is the final film. Both of you are on 4-4. Four, four. This is the tiebreaker, boys. 12 C's. Twelve monkeys. Seas. Twelve seas. Oceans eleven. Oceans twelve. There you go. You got it. <laughs> oh, no, I went for eleven. <laughs> Congratulations, Cardi is the winner of. I feel like we got this Friday's game. There, so. Well, you know, it's, it's yeah. nice to be kind sometimes, but I, I think my favourite still has to be Tokyo glides on with speed and passion. That is that's class. <laughs> it that is very is. good. I would watch that film. Uh, yeah, there we go. That was a fun game. Thank you. Was that Ben, did you say? Yes. That's good. I enjoyed that. We should do it with some video game names. I imagine that's quite a hard one to um, do because I remember when I've done that before with like the quotes one. Like mm. Sometimes they just don't translate at all. A lot of these would go over my like, head. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Uh, let's have some feedback. Matthew. Okay, yeah, I've got one here from Luke Morgan, who says, Firstly, great Let me reset myself. Let's rewind Firstly, firstly great podcast. Long-time listener, blah, blah, <laughs> love the prestige, etc. That's not me <laughs> filling in for him. Um, my console journey has not been as long as some. I pretty much started with the PlayStation 1, the OG of gaming for me, in brackets, I did spend a few years on Pokemon Game Boy Color, but always come back to a proper couch console, which I think is very similar to me. I very rarely play my Switch in handheld. Um, I managed to get my hands on a PS5 on day one in the UK. We're now one week in, and I'd like to share my thoughts so far. In terms of my background, my journey to here has gone a PS1, a PS2, an Xbox 360, a PS4, which was sold, then a PS4 again, sold it again, had ended up with an Xbox One. However, most of my time was spent on RuneScape. 10,000 hours in-game time really held me back from other things. What a legend. What a legend. Boy boy loves himself some RuneScape. You're a winner if you're getting that many hours in a game that's free. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) Uh, Bet Jagex love him. Uh, (laughs) With that in mind, I really missed out on all the Sony exclusives, and all my friends were talking about God of War and Spider-Man, and I didn't understand the hype. Until now. I've completed Astrobot, Miles Morales, and God of War, three incredible games. What, since I the... Feel... Sorry, I thought you meant like he's finished all those games since the PS5 has been out. I, mean, I think the... that's what he's trying that's to not say, that. yeah. I mean, Astrobot's three hours. I Miles thought Morales God of War is, like is mad long. Seven. 
I haven't actually like finished it, so twenty to thirty, depending. Oh, okay, on that's yeah. not too bad then. Like I've done thirty. I was uh, the great thing about the new uh, PlayStation UI is that I can snoop to see how long people have been playing games for. <laughs> um, you snooping on me? Yeah, because I wanted to know how long it took everybody to do. Because we had an argument. Well, not an argument, but a little discussion <laughs> about how long The Last of Us was, and I said it was thirty-five hours. It's about was... twenty-five, isn't it? So Dale, Dale said to me like it was twenty-five, Argument. and I thought it was thirty-five. Argument. Um, and I did it. I did it in thirty-four, and you did it in twenty-eight. I think I had a look at your profile. Oh, um, oh. Dale has spent ninety-nine hours in it. God knows oh, that's, what he's that's been too doing. much, man. He's trying to get those trophies. He's got the the bastard. Yeah. He's, anyway, he's, he's he's ill. <laughs> Back to Luke, who says, "I feel like I'm at that point where you finish a TV show and you don't know what to do next. Help is appreciated." In brackets, Valhalla, Last of Us, Red Dead, Avengers are all unplayed. What is my next step? Not Avengers. In terms of general thoughts, I love the PS5. Fortunately for me, I've had no teething problems, not even a blip. The controller is hands down the best part, and the reason why I couldn't get on with a PS4, I feel the new controller fits much better. I've played... Oh, Cardi, just... Nobody can see your dual sense, mate. Hmm... <laughs> <laughs> I've played 40 hours of PS5 in one week while working a 50-hour job and I have two kids. It's easily the most gaming fun I've had in a while. <laughs> what a time to be alive. No drowning stories to share today, but I do have one banked for a rainy day. Oh, what a tease. Please keep up the good work. My commute to work wouldn't be the same without IGN Kind of Funny and other great gaming podcasts. I do have a question for Jesse. Hello. Why does he like older games so much? <laughs> Isn't he a youngster like me? What drives this fire of his? So... Let's there are like three questions here, isn't there? Yeah. So let's yeah. start with you, Jesse. Why do you yeah. like old games so much? Because old games are bad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a lot of them are. To be honest, um, I think for me, it just began with I I wasn't able to play a lot of games when I was younger. I'd probably get like maybe two new games a year back when I was mm-hmm. in school, and it started with the N sixty four and you know PlayStation one, PlayStation two, and so forth, and. I don't know, like, most of my time was, you know, at school looking forward to, on the weekend, just blitzing through whatever game I had and then just constantly replaying it. And a lot of those older games I've, you know, played to death and I just, I, they're still so special to me. And a lot of my favorite horror games as well are part of the PlayStation 2, uh, you know, that kind of generation. Um, but I just, as well, it just comes, it comes down to a lot of those games. Just, I don't know, man. I just, I just love them. It's, it's, re- it's really hard to explain. <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely something about that PS2 era of horror. A because I think horror was. I think that's when it was still budgets yeah. at the time. Because you find that, especially like if you look at something like Dead Space, mm. which you know that EA are never going to make another Dead Space again because uh, survival horror just isn't big enough to support yeah, yeah, that yeah. budget. But I think in the PS2 era and the PS1 era, like people were playing those games to support the budgets they were made for. Yeah, yeah. But I noticed that a lot of the horrors that you play these days, Jesse, are homages to that era. Like yeah, yeah. Indie games that are homaging that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. There are uh, just some eras where, yeah, like you said, like the late 90s, early 2000s, like, yeah, survival horror and horror were just probably at their peak in games. Just like, I don't know, my probably favourite period for films is the 70s just because mm. I like the style of film mm-hmm. they were making. That was just... Yeah, yeah. So, so similar sort of thing. Isn't it? In twenty years, people will probably think back of this era being the peak for like open worlds, where yeah, kind of like not necessarily the peak, but like a fondly remembered point where open worlds found their feet and yeah, actually yeah. felt like worlds rather than like levels. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but his other question there was about kind of like where should he go from now? Ooh. So, well, sorry, what were the ones mentioned? So he mentioned Valhalla, Last of Us, Red Dead, and Avengers. Out of them, okay. I would say Valhalla, Last of Us, and Red Dead. Absolutely, Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> less so, it's, but if you are a huge Marvel fan, then you will enjoy Avengers. But if you're if, if you're not into those comics, I like the other three. Are definitely the ones to go for i'd say like it depends how much you said you don't normally have a lot of time on your hands valhalla and red dead you could easily spend a hundred hours yeah but some people want to yeah some people do want to spend more time in one game so that like you know if you are spending what is valhalla like 60 quid Mm -hmm. and you don't mind sort of having that as a giant journey you go on i think like that and and red dead are absolutely Mm -hmm. perfect those ones you'd have to buy whereas if you haven't played the original last of us then that's in the playstation plus collection if you have PlayStation plus so you can just download and play that straight away and then move on to two which i couldn't recommend i I would even recommend the yakuza series because you can play near enough Mm -hmm. all of them they've been remade they're great value for money and they're genuinely hilarious and just fun to play and they're quite long as well if you just want to focus on one game too yeah i think i'm gonna between now and cyberpunk i'm gonna play as much like a dragon as i can so Mm. yakuza is on the menu for me as well but yeah you've got you've got a lot to look forward to out of those i'd go last of us personally and red dead then valhalla mm-hmm. but there you go Fair and if you didn't have a me. ps3 as well kind of like you've obviously got the whole uncharted series that you could potentially have a look at like you the can original use uncharted a playstation series. now as well because you can just yeah. get a few of those games yeah on there's, there there's obviously different ways to get that collection and the original like first game especially is starting to feel a bit creaky now but they are all very charming and you mm. can you you go on quite a journey with those so Yep. That's definitely something. And for, for me, Horizon is one of my favourite games of all time, so I would mm-hmm. very much recommend trying that. Yeah. It's very good. And you've also got uh, 2018 Spider-Man, if you did love Miles Morales as well. Mm-hmm. That's true. We Lots of good choices. Jesse. This is from Elliot, and they say, Hey all, your PSP chat reminded me of one of my favourite all-time anecdotes. That, is that, that's how you say anecdotes. that word. Right? Anecdotes. Yeah, that's it. And you know what? I barely ever say that word. Just want to put that out there. Have you got any good stories about that one? No. <laughs> I get the joke. Cheers. Regarding my former housemate. So they've got a little story about regarding their former housemate. Let's get to it. The lad had received a chipped and then in brackets, fuck PSP from his grandmother. Also, fuck. I don't know what that's meant to insinuate there. Like, but. Well, wouldn't, if, wouldn't you be well, mad? Like, I'll be yeah, fucking be happy. well happy if my if my nan gave me like a, a chipped or a modded chipped console. Like, that's, You'd also be like, very confused. Like, no, that would be wicked. Like, it's like you uh, you understand exactly what I want. That would be that would be wicked. <laughs> well, maybe that's where the fuck comes. It's like fucking hell. My nan is so rad. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. She's like hacking and stuff, man. That's sick. <laughs> anyway, he got this. P- the lad got the PSP for Christmas and later took it with him as he went on a study holiday to Japan. Whilst chilling in his Tokyo hostel playing Guilty Gear X, his temper started to flare and his penchant for getting mad at video games took a turn for the extreme. He took the PSP in both hands and proceeded to <laughs> to nut <laughs> slash headbutt it so hard. Oh, okay. See, nut has got a different meaning these days, man. Not in the PSP yeah. day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still think nut it's so you, hard. That that's that shows where you spend your time on the internet because yes. nutting someone. Mate, you've mentioned you've mentioned about Overwatch porn in previous podcasts, so you can't you yeah. can't chat shit. Yeah, but you can't actually nut someone in Overwatch. You can't headbutt, can you? So, well, that's a shame. Yeah. Either way, this guy's PSP 
snapped in two. This compounded his fury, and he, with great wailing and gnashing of teeth, piece by piece, tore the guts out of the handheld. It makes it sound like he ate it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he looked up to see a handful of young travellers all backed up against the opposite wall of the room in minor terror. Being so engrossed, he had not noticed their presence in the dormitory. He casually dropped the remaining pieces, swept them under his bed with his foot, and went down to the bar pretending it never happened. A stranger man you've never met. Thanks for all the great content. And for the love of Satan, respect the sea. Elliot from Melbourne. Oh, there you, we go. That is bizarre. Like, I'm not an angry person. Yeah. Uh, Have you not ever smashed place. a controller? I've never done no, that. I've never broken. I've never. I've maybe dropped a phone once, I think. Yeah. Like, I've never act. Like, I've never broken anything, like, out of rage yeah. or, like. I, I don't. I know. don't get the people who get that angry that they break something that costs good money. Like, yeah, I, just, I get close I in FIFA it. sometimes. Sometimes if my goalkeeper does the things he does, you, I, you might I like squeeze your controller but, a little yeah, bit harder. What, but you're, you're not, not going to smash throw it. my hands in the air out of frustration. <laughs> so I sound a bit crazy like yeah. that, you know. Just, I used um, to get used to get very very sweary as a kid, sort of like when I'd be about so like between fifteen and like twenty three, maybe on those modern warfare lobbies. Way. If things didn't go my way, I'd get very very sweary, but like mm. I massively calmed down as an adult. Yeah, just just don't nut on your PSP, bro, man. It's just not cool. You don't do that. That's disgusting. Um, Off to you, you, Cardi. (laughs) I've got one here from Jack who says, Hi all, I'm an English teacher in Poland and last week I had a new student. I asked her if she'd ever been to England and she said no. What happened next was out of the ordinary. She started talking about a film that inspired her (laughs) to go to London and then she mentioned Elijah Wood's name, and I said the move. And oh no! And she said the movie was so inspiring. I decided I had to visit London one day. <laughs> a surprising choice of inspirational film, film, but a solid reason nonetheless. That film was Green Street. <laughs> what Imagine film? being Green Street. What do you mean what film? Mate, the only day, thing, mate. the only it's thing I fucking day. yeah, I know, I know the uh, fucking quote because you love, you guys love banging on about it, but I've never seen Green Street itself. Oh, mate! All right, Get is it is it actually done. worth watching? Because no, it's, okay, it's no. shit. Okay. <laughs> it's I've, I've never seen anything about time, it. It has the best accent ever in a film. It has Charlie Hunnam's Cockney accent, which is <laughs> the best thing. Um, it's not a film you need to watch, but definitely do watch the compilation of his accent on youtube because that is better than the <laughs> okay. film. um but yeah, imagine being inspired to go to london because i thought she was going to say street. lord of the rings i was like okay like maybe hobbiton in wales you know you might have something similar going wales? on there not not, not exactly london hobbits in wales what, are <laughs> no, you about? what i'm talking about what? yeah <laughs> wales is probably more greener part of anywhere around here you can go to you know, you, you could construe that as Hobbiton. I don't know, man. Rolling Hills. I I understand what you mean, yeah. Jesse. Also, so get off my case, Cardi. <laughs> which is Mordor. <laughs> yeah, you know, Croydon is Mordor. And there you no, go. Birmingham's the whole place. Mordor. It's the Midlands is where oh, okay. Mordor in London. Um, but anyway, uh, Jack's got a question. Have you ever been inspired to go somewhere because of a book, film, video game that wasn't a typical Midnight in Paris type film? For example, did Metro 2033 want to make you go to Moscow? What version uh, of Moscow do you <laughs> want to go to, bro? Because <laughs> that's concerning. <laughs> Uh, Lord of the Rings for me. Like I want to go to New Zealand. Yeah, I've never been to New Zealand. Lord of the Rings is a good one. I yeah. Every time I play a Yakuza, it makes me want to go to Japan. 100%. Uh, I've never been to Tokyo, so I definitely want to uh, go to Tokyo. These are quite typical choices. So I, guess I know, I'm, I'm trying to think. Closer to out me, of so the ordinary. I, I have been to Berlin before, but I've never been to ex-Soviet Berlin. 
Okay. Oh, okay. And certainly playing Cold War was one of those things where, like, I bet this would be it. So I've got a friend that has been, and he's one of his specialist subjects is all stuff like the Stasi and and kind of like what mm. the the um, East German government were doing yeah yeah yeah. and i it it did make me think like i should take some time out like when covid's over and just go for and spend a few days and explore that kind of world i guess and see the remnants spent a day in berlin but i absolutely loved it i'd love to go back and do well i just did the thing you know see the brandenburg gate see the reichstag yeah that's it and then yeah go play fifa i've done exactly that actually i don't think i've told you this story about one uh, uh, the game will remain nameless but i I went to for a uh, a preview event in what you know West Berlin, and and mm. you know went to the Brandenburg and all of that. But bizarrely, it was a World War Two strategy game, and they held the event in Goebbels's bunker. That's, a, <laughs> that's not on, man. And like they were when when they were telling me about, it, they were like, "Oh, I was like, so where are we going tomorrow?" Because we were you know eating dinner, and, and the the guy that owned this company was like really proud. He was like, "Yeah, we found this really really great." Uh, place for us to do it it's, it's Goebbels' propaganda bunker that and Jesus. so we went there and they gave us torches and we had to go down like the steps because it's in the actual building mm-hmm. that's above it has obviously was bombed during the yeah. war so that's all kind of collapsed but you went downstairs and obviously there's all of the tunnels that led you through but they didn't turn any of the lights on and they had people in nazi uniforms oh walking around days, like man. as a ghost tour <laughs> i was like someone's that's not like fucking dreadful have a, not thought this through. Yeah, have a conversation. If, if you're about going there like doing. on a kind of museum tour, then that's obviously totally fine. But if you're going there for a fucking game, it's like lads, let's yeah. dress up as Nazis. That sounds tight. Then that's yeah. just disgusting. It's like weird because like five hours before I was at like the Holocaust um, Memorial, which I, the, the amount of people at the Holocaust Memorial that don't fucking understand what it's there for. Please, if you're there, don't just jump all over the slabs. <laughs> Or, like, try and position yourself between things for an Instagram photograph. It's a serious memorial, people. <laughs> Here we go. This this has turned it, into it piss, the it pisses me Berlin off, Tourist Board podcast. <laughs> 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 Please have some respect. Um, but, no, I completely agree. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's good. I can't... I'm trying to think of any out of the ordinary like that that would just... I'm trying to think of the places I want to go. Like... Just outside of my fucking apartment, man. I've been here for yeah, a year Yeah, like now. anywhere at the moment. It's <laughs> yeah. kind of like Fallout. That looks nice at the yeah. moment. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that'll do. Um, yeah. Have you ever been to Boston? Like, to be I've quite never honest, been when... to Boston. I would so, love to go to Boston. Yeah, so I've never been to Boston. And it's sort of like playing Fallout 4. It was a bit like, I'd quite mm. like to see what the real version of this looks like. I'd like to visit yeah. all, all the places where GTA takes place. LA, New York, Miami. Lake Miami. Yeah. There we go. Good list. Can't London. think of anything else. Uh, yeah. Uh, every time I play FIFA, I thought, that's a nice stadium. I'd like to go there. There we go. Um, Fair yeah, enough. Let us know uh, if you ever gone to a place because of a film or a video game or indeed a book. I suppose actually think about it. There's a lot more film ones that mm. you know I'd love to go to see. But yeah. That's for another day, isn't it? Um, this was fun. What um, music shall we have? Let's have a look. What did we talk about? Mm, there's not really any immortals. Can we get some, like, some Greek rap? That would be fun, innit? <laughs> what? For immortals. Come on, guys. Get with it. Well, I, know, I knew that what you meant it was for immortals, but I didn't realise that Greek rap was necessarily yeah, a thing. Yeah, let's just spice it up, man. Fuck it. It's not I mean, admittedly, okay. when I did my Spotify rap, it did say I'd li- listen to kind of like 
260 different genres this year. Yeah, so it's like, you got well, one of them was Greek rap. Well, exactly. no, not any of them were Greek rap, but if there are that many genres in my listening field, there must be Greek rap somewhere. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Jesse, go find some. Uh, or how about Who Wants to Live Forever? <laughs> oh, okay. There you no. go. No. We'll pick science. But anyway, please send your feedback to IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. This was lovely. Goodbye. Bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.